This is brutal power, wrapped in an elegant machine. Welcome back, darling. Kingston Town can't win. He got checked, the champ. It's going to get desperate. But a champion becomes a legend. From, from, from the card leave in the pool. Gate holders months ago. Go red and look at him go. Here he comes. Boom, right over the top. Brother Bush, it is 15, lands clear. She is a good horse, like Harry said. She'll have to pogo stick over the field to win from there. Strike me, Pinky, thread at the eye of the needle. Can he stay puffed? He's stayed all closing time. This could be set up for something special. Cassidy hit the pull to whip. It's coming again. Dex, Dex, he loves and wins. What an outstanding racehorse. Welcome to the Racing and Sports in the Office preview podcast. Blue Diamond Stakes Day, one of the best days of the year, Blanks. Yep, I think it is. I think it's Caulfield's best day. I think it's a better day than their big spring days as a overall card. I think it's got a, a really good mix of um, top quality races, but also heaps of variety, if you like, which is always fantastic for punting. I think variety is the spice of life. That's what they tell me. We'll kick off with. We're going to look at the Group 1s in both Melbourne and Sydney. We'll kick off in Melbourne with the Blue Diamond. Terrible news coming through this morning with Lofty Strike out. Mm. It doesn't um, doesn't help. It's gross. I hate it. No, that's a, it's a real shame for the game, really, isn't it? Mm. It's, it we're all looking forward to that and, and what have you. But um, I don't think it makes it any clearer. No. I had a lot of trouble with this race, so we can probably... Um, Touch on it briefly because one of the joys of being a punter is that you don't have to have a strong opinion in every race and I find it very hard to, to form a strong opinion and the real reason for that is, and we've been saying this all along, is that there's just no real standout form or standout performer amongst the two-year-olds and the Blue Diamond field reflects that. So um, the winner of the Blue Diamond always takes a step forward. I went and had a look. You know, if you look at the last six years the, on our scale, time form scale, in pounds, the the winner of the Blue Diamond has, on average, improved about seven or eight pounds run to run to win the Blue Diamond. So you are looking for one to jump out and, and peak on the day, and that's probably true of most, well, certainly most two-year-old races, three-year-old races as, as well, and even maybe stretching broader to most races, you're looking for the horse that's that's going to improve and peak, but maybe even, even more so here. The last couple of years, Artorias was... He was flashy enough when he won the, the 1300 metre race in the lead up, but it was still a big spike to win the Blue Diamond. And Tagaloa was a big spike. So we've seen big spikers win this. And there will be, I think it'll rate down, but I don't think it will rate way, way down. So I think something will, will leap off the page and do something they haven't done yet. But picking which one that is, is um, it's very hard. And, and the Racing and Sports supercomputer, the models we use in here, have, um, have drawn it up as. as a bit of a lottery. So if you're punting off ratings as well, Jacono is, I understand Jacono is the favourite. I think he probably is the right favourite because I think we can all see the, the obvious reasons for him springboarding off off last start. But if, you, if you're modelling it off ratings, you're sort of hamstrung to the, the past. And obviously, unlucky as he might have been last start, it's not a big rating. He's just around all those other horses. So um, do you want to back him 4-1 to one to, to springboard? I marked him favourite, but I don't necessarily think that's... That's too big. In fact, I think I was sort of right about that price. So, pretty tricky little race. You know what? If I had my best guess, I sort of random guess or random guess at it. I, Dormier looks maybe has the right profile to be a big improver, but 
I'm completely guessing. Thoughts? Yeah, I think I haven't looked into this as deeply as you would have. But for me, looking at the field, this would have to be the one of the most lightly raced blue diamond fields. There's not a lot really to work with. Majority mm. of the field are one or two starts. So you touched on horses being able to springboard into the blue diamond. Obviously, the less exposed a horse is, the greater upside you'd like to think there is, especially with these horses targeted towards these better races. So, Yeah, there's an opportunity cost in racing. Yeah. So I think in some ways that's a positive looking at this field. It's not like they're all thoroughly exposed. I mean, for two-year-olds, that's not many starts anyway. But, yeah, I'd like to think I like the Team Hawks 7 Act just on style. Nothing came out of the race. The time wasn't any good, but, geez, he had him cold. It wasn't terrible, though. You're right, it's a very thin race. But this is what we're dealing with. He's among friends. Geez, it just, in terms, Jack and Owen Sebenak, for me, the two on style. I know that's, it's very loose doing this now because you've got nothing really to work with, so that's where I'm at. And they'd be the two for me. Yeah. So I'm not really telling you much. No, but... uh, Unfortunately, I don't think we can. We can't. We can't well, we the can't problem is, we can't pretend to know anything here either. No. If someone's really bullish no. in this race, I, I'm not really sure how. Yeah. You're taking a jump somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I suppose that's what I think the obvious jump to take is just to go all in on the idea that Jack Renault was unlucky last start. He would have beaten them. He's he was an eye catcher over 1200 on debut, and he's going to explode for a really smart stable. Shove your chips in and hope. <laughs> We're getting five dollars. Yeah. I mean, I I marked, I marked him five fifty, but. So he was the one that I picked mm. to be favourite. I think that is, and so is the market, and I think that's probably because it, it's right. It's fairly obvious, but it doesn't make it a bet. The right favourite doesn't make it a bet. It's a very tricky race for me. As I said, I, he's the only one I mark single figures. So that says something about the race. That says plenty. Best of Bordeaux, currently the highest rated two-year-old. He won't be after Saturday. So. No, something will surely jump that. <laughs> surely. But we will have, hopefully, a, a group one or near group one performance from a two-year-old, which we haven't seen anything near so far this season. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you're right. It's The Blue Diamond is often when you start forging opinions and, and betting more strongly on those opinions with the two-year-olds, whereas this year, you're right, the Blue Diamond feels like another learning race. We're still learning. We haven't learned a lot yet. So that's that's what it is. No point trying to force it. And that, as I said at the start, is the joy of being a punter. You can um, you can let it go. You can let it go. You don't have to force an opinion. I don't have one, really. Assuming you have one in the futurity. I do. Good. It's a bit more, bit more like it. A bit more meat on the bones. Yeah, I, I marked Mwanga and Tafane joint favourites there. So that makes Mwanga... The bet. The bet for me in, in that race. I... They're going to have. I haven't looked at a trial. I assume you might have looked at a trial because he would have trialed in Sydney. As he, he never. He's, he's ne- not a trial horse. He's no, because he's, he's not speedy. He's a high pressure mm. racehorse, isn't he? So yeah. in a trial, you're not going to expect. He's just going to breeze around. I assume. Annabelle's very good at this. For a stallion prospect. Yeah, I mean they're going to have him. Um, he's going to be there to crank. That was the Winks last prep. All reports out of the yard. He was the one there, ready to win. And credits Annabelle got the job. Wasn't I reckon he'll have to run at least that well to win this, but I think he will. Well, she's got him there before, mm. which is always a positive. Yeah, his ratings really have been very consistent as well. So he's he's pretty reliable. I mean, the the only blip that I've got on my page here is is the Doncaster when he 
he drew a mile out, got a mile, and, you know, it's very, very easy to forgive. So he's pretty reliable as well. And I think Jamie looks a great booking for him as well, just to, because he's a horse that, as I said, he's not a um, he's not a sharp horse with he's not an acceleration horse. He's a you know he'll build into his race and she'll she'll get him moving through his gears at the right time. You'd imagine that's kind of her her niche, and I think her niche fits him pretty well. So um, and I Tefane got after lightsaber came out oh, in the oar, missed the kick. Um, Tefane just got complete control of things, and she was good enough to make the most of that. And she's a good 1,400-metre horse. She ran right up to just about her, her absolute best figure, and I think she will again. There's more pressure. So Turath, when you look at finishing speeds in races, I mean, Turath comes through the very fast Australia Stakes at 1,200. Didn't lead there, but she'll probably lead here with with Streets of Avalon, who who will roll along. Mr Mozart's been on speed in some high-pressure races himself as well. I don't think they would want to be pressing to lead by design, but he can be up there, and he, as I said, he's been there in high-pressure races. So Turath, if you look through, she's like finishing speeds, 100, 98, 9, 101, 101, 98.9. Like she's, she does it faster in the front half than the, faster in the front than the back. So she'll be, um, it'll be a very different setup to the oar. And so that makes you think, mm, maybe Thunderstruck's the horse, but he's been... It's all happened too quickly for him over 1,400 at Caulfield four times now. And he beat Tefani in the Turak, but even then it was a rush, wasn't it? That was a busy, messy race, and he was rushed to do it at a mile. He's a miler, maybe 2,000-metre horse. As good as he was late and as much as you want to build a case that now there's more pressure, so he'll beat Tefani this time. Is that a sucker play? It's hard really to, if you want to look at form straight lines... How does he beat Tefani anyway on the two rack? Because of the weight. Mm. Yeah, I think he's yeah, but I think he's as good as her. Pound for pound. I think the the thing with I'm Thunderstruck, you gotta remember he's a gelding. So mm. the sole goal for him is prize money. The big money miles. And that's all that matters. So yes, it's obviously a group one and obviously you want to win as many as you can, but Again, this is another prep run for him. Whereas Mwanga, this means a lot. Dual Group One winner, mm. wait for age fourteen hundred. Like I have Mwanga rated a pound better than him as well. So mm. there's not probably much between them in terms of talent, but I think the point you're making is the right one. And I think I think both of them are better. Big like both of them would be better horses over a Flemington Mile. But I can see Mwanga being a, a a better horse for this scenario. It looks a really nice scenario for him with Tefane just tracking that. What I expect is going to be a if not a strong speed, a, a very honest one. And Thunderstruck, I'm thinking it might just happen too quickly. It might just unfold too quickly for him again. As I said, four times, Caulfield 1,400. Well, they're going to concede too from that draw. Yeah, they won't. I mean, I don't think they can rush him. So, <coughs> and, and if he's rushing, he won't run to his best. They don't want to rush him. They yeah. want to They want to flow him. And if he flows, he's a terrific horse. But scenario tilted me to making the other two the, mm. the favourites. And the way the market is, that makes Mwanga the bet. And I don't think the others are... Sierra Sue was, I reckon, as good as she goes first up. Um, I don't think she can go any better than that. And and she's probably next best. And then I just think... there's a lot, Extreme Flight was terrific first up, but I just don't think he's quite good enough. Streets of Avalon's a bit tired now. Hasn't, hasn't been running to his best very often, if at all, in the last 12 months. So, yeah, I thought... I'd be surprised if one of those big three didn't win it, to be honest. I don't think the others are... Um, for all three of them to miss their mark, 
which is what I think has to happen for one of the others to win, would be pretty rare. I marked those three, and then I was nine to do the rest of them, and to be honest, I'm probably being generous to the rest. Well, maybe not. So, yeah, that's that's the futurity for me. Easy. Speaking of easy, Oakley Plate. <laughs> now, what are we doing? First glance for me, she's too short. Yeah. It'll be interesting to not see much, what... Not much, though. Not much, because she is... Um, Thank you yesterday, Nature Strip bivouac are the last two short price favourites and both of them sort of flamed up in the Oakley plate. Not that it makes, you know, Marabi won't be reading that, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't really have an impact, but it's um, it's, it's, a, it's a busy, fast race and, you know, there can be a, a little bit of chaos in there. But she's um, she is an outstanding Oakley plate prospect, isn't she? Like she's... um. She's run six times, and I reckon you've walked away from all six going, gee, that's an Oakley platter. Yeah, every time. <laughs> every every time, time she stepped out. Yeah, so she, I mean, she reeks of it. Great setup as well. Yeah, no, it's all, you know. It's like it's been a long term. The ducks are in a line. But it's, it's been a long-term plan. It doesn't matter if you like a horse. All that matters is how much you like a horse. So we're telling you absolutely nothing to tell you that Marabi is a nice Oakley platter and can win this race. Of course, she can. How often does she? I said two to one. And I think I'm right. I always think I'm right, though. The ones that yeah, let's, it gets let's get more interesting this. away from her. So I think you know, okay, yep, she's a she's a very solid favourite. You know, good for her. Away from her, the market goes menage away game. I found that bizarre. I think with we touched on it during the week. Away games tied to her because of the second first up. Yeah, which to me is the big weight swing nonsense. Because she's just not as good as her. That's the problem. Yeah. And I didn't think she's... I think at the back end of the spring, we saw it confirmed that Bella Nipotina is better than her. Bella Nipotina is, actually has a really nice Oakley Plate profile coming off those weight for age sprints in the spring. Mares, mares have a great record in this for whatever reason. I mean, there probably is no reason. It's just... How it's fallen. How it's fallen. But she does have a lovely profile for this. And I would have thought she was a slightly... Well, not even slightly. I think she's a better chance than away game. And Wild Ruler, who beat Isotope, who is a better mare than away game, and we proved that once and for all up at the Gold Coast. Wild Rule is a bit better than Isotope. Ooh, settle. <laughs> well, they raced. We they sorted raced. it out on a she race She was track. unlucky. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, not much between them. So he's gone bang, bang, fresh. He's got the win over Isotope. All those ratings are competitive here. The Isotope rating is really good for this. And then he starts 4-1 to one and runs second to Nature Strip before winning the Group 1 at the Valley. And that the Moyer actually has a nice relationship with the Oakley Plate. Um, busy, busy, fast races. So they probably reward horses with similar attributes. Very smart stable. Come here first up. Good first up as race. Yeah, four to one versus Nature Strip, and now you want to mark him outside Menage and Away Game. That sure. seems to me insane. So Away Game's twenty five to one in the Manicato behind Jonka Bella Nipotina and ingratiating. What's changed? She ran second to the favourite. That's it. That's it. I think it's purely an And the favourite was curling up because she got really rushed that day, the favourite. So, to me, that was one of those... um, uh, It looks like... So, away game's closing, so it's the thinking that, oh, she's getting closer, so therefore the gap is, if anything, it flatters Marabi. But I'm going the other way. Marabi was curling up because she'd been part of the bustle and away game was completely flattered, staying on past tired horses. She was a sniper. Yeah. Anyway, I'm looking at that Manicato result and market and thinking, well, okay, you're not as good as Bella Nipotina. Bella Nipotina then went and ran really well in the 
Classic off the Manicato. You're not as good as Jonker. You're not even you're not as good as ingratiating. He's at half interesting. He was pretty plain first up. But he was inside draw and people wanted to tell you that the rail wasn't the place to be. Peter Moody will be having something on him tomorrow. <laughs> he's, had a, he's had a big bet, Pete. And the three-year-olds, yeah, they're up and about. Lightning, Rubiton, Expressway. They've pocketed all those and they're, you know, Oakley Plate, why not? 23 bucks, bit big, maybe. I would have been heavily into Paul Lilly's camp if he was here. Yeah. Talk to me about Minaj. Well, I need you to tell me about Minaj. So Minaj joins John O'Shea and he fixes her. And she explodes and she's run big sectionals in both of them. But she has beaten Tricky Gal and Ballistic Lover. There was a bit of form in that Flemington run and her late splits were fast and she's clearly gone really, really well. But this is obviously, this is way, way harder. Ballistic Lover was actually in the Moyer behind Wild Ruler and he clubbed her by an extra five or six pounds to, to Minaj. So he's fixed Minaj. She's gone bang, bang. She's come back. You trial pervs think she's trial well? Oof. She's come back very well. Pretty stuff. Yeah, I think it's... You want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has trialled very well. I think off her trials, it was just, where is she going? We're going to back her. Yeah. I don't think people are anticipating the Oakley Plate, though. Yeah. Maybe they were, but... Yeah. I mean, she's got, as I said, she's nice she's likeable, and if you're a sectionals nerd, and I've probably got to put my hand up there and say, I am, then, yeah, you, you would like to... To back her, but even if I like her, that, that price just seems... Well, barrier one is disgusting for her. That's putrid. Yeah. I mean, it's putrid if you think she's better than... It's not putrid if you're me, because I've got her as a fluker's hope, and, I want, and I'm thinking she needs a fluker's run. So <laughs> it looks like the right draw to me for her just to bury in there, coil up, and hope for the splits. But if they think they're riding, you know, if they if you think, oh, no, she's a key market player, and we just she just needs fresh air to be bang there, well then, yeah, maybe you don't like Barry one, but she, I just don't think she's that quite that good, is she? So is she better? Here's the other thing. Is she better than Bella Nipotina? I don't think you could. What do I actually think? Let me look at my numbers. If you had to make a case, I don't I think say. you could say that, could you? On form, certainly not. Well, I've got her Flemington run as a big peak off. So she's, got, she's joined the new stable and gone new peak just and then big peak. And I still make that only fringing on what Bill and Ipatina's last couple have been. There's, maybe there's not a, a lot between them. Maybe there's not a lot between them. But what price did you have, Minaj? Fourteen to one. So where's where's your market? So who's, I made wild I made wild ruler four to one second pick. So that's that's the bet for me. And I wrote him up for the sporting guide as the each way play. So two to one, Marabi. Mm-hmm. And then ten bucks Jonker, Bella Nipotina, and fifteen bucks Menage, and that leaves you with um, four to one the rags. Yeah, four to one about the rest of them, which includes ingratiating who I didn't actually put. I just threw him in with the rags after thinking that I wanted to find trendy three year olds. But when when I looked at his numbers, I can't actually. You sort of want them. The three year olds are up and about. You sort of want to find them, but oh, it, it was Palelli and he didn't run. That was the one. Yeah, yeah, Palelli's. I actually don't think there's... I've only got Paul Elliott as a slightly better horse than ingratiating, but with a bit more spark, if that makes sense. He's a bit more... Um, like there's... Consistent. I think it's 115, and I've got ingratiating 113. But Paul Elliott's 115, sparky. Well, he's one Ingratiating's 113, tired. So. He's done it recently as well. Yeah. 
which always helps. But not a bad combo for you. Team Snowden, Zara, good draw, target race for a stallion. Doesn't it just sound good? It doesn't make you feel all warm inside? Yeah. All that sounds terrific. And he's on speed. Yeah, well, not even leading. better than that, he's not. He's just going to be camping on the um, on the hot speed on the hot speed, which seems like the place to be. You can sometimes get caught out chasing back markers when there's a lot of speed in a race, but if they get chasing from too far out, they're actually out of play. So he's going to. Well, get that's the other thing is Minaj isn't going to win this with acceleration. This is an accelerating race. This is a go. F- this is a speed race. Go fast and hang on. Yeah, which is not what she's done to produce those two peaks. So you got to. I'm not saying that maybe. Not saying a, she can't a different do scenario that. doesn't draw out, and even maybe she wants to go even faster. Maybe she wants that, but you're guessing. We're all guessing, but <laughs> anyway, I thought that was interesting. I thought away game was the the interesting one for me because I've I've sort of turned nasty on her in in mm. recent times, and it's been a good idea to be honest. I feel like she's been um, she's been getting way too much cred in a lot of um, markets. I reckon. Yeah, as I said, I think that that price at this stage is just purely anchored from that first up run. It's a very easy line to draw as well. Yeah, I think it's a it's a dodgy bad line to draw. Mm. Straight lines are never good. She's a non-linear game, my friend. What's well, the falls into the if it's too obvious it usually is. Mm. Which is what you draw. Which is what you're doing there. It's like this plus this must mean away game. With six and a half kilo swing, she got this close, therefore. Yeah. The problem is in, in racing, it's never this plus this. It's always this times this. Yeah. But I can see if people are in her corner, I can see what you're thinking. Up to Sydney, where they have just got buckets and buckets of rain all week and it's still a heavy nine, which, what? Don't get it. There's no, I don't think there's many early scratchings at this stage, but it could just be a sea of red tomorrow morning, so... Tiptoeing around mm, a little bit in a complete holding pattern. So when I flicked through the chip in Norton, I did think at least one of the things about it was that most of them, a couple of exceptions, but that'll probably won't run. But most of them, and certainly the ones that will run, don't care. Like very elegant, you know, in up to the knee, she didn't care. Colette's the same. Think, th- think it over, fine. Don't know about that. Not sure about that. The interesting thing with think it over. So he's had three goes on a heavy for zip. But they all came prior to super think it over. Yeah, one of the great um, conversions. And, I mean, his win first up was awesome. It really was. It was great. Yeah. I know we say awesome a lot, but it actually was. You were actually in awe. Yeah, (laughs) he was was home so far out. I just love those rides when Nash is stalking and he pops them out before even letting them go. You're like, oh, it's over. Yeah. And... We've not, a good, got, not a good poker player, Nash. No, nah, we know what you got there. He ran a new peak over what I would consider he'll be better over further than 14. So for me, I do think he has come back better, which how can you say that given his age and he's had 31 starts, but I do think he is better. He's not normal. Mm. And the look, the top of the tree aren't normal. That's why they are there. So handles are going. Got a big map advantage over the two dangers. The track is the query. Very elegant, I think, was better than what she looked first up. Do we have a market? Can you bring a marketer? What's the... Uh, who is favourite? Is she? She's favourite. Yeah. So first up, 
ridden a lot differently to what she had been ridden over 1,400 previously, which isn't a surprise given first up off the Melbourne Cup. They went very fast in that race too. I say very fast. They went faster than they would typically. So she was allowed to she can yeah. keep up. She got into the the second race and ran well in the second race. She was chasing a long way out. Now she cops an absolute bottomless heavy mile, which surely is more to her liking. Colette was good first up. She looked to be in a bit of trouble on the turn and then she, you know, picked up late to run second. The hard thing with this race is not there's not really much to say away from the main three. I Given the current quote, I probably would back think it over to handle the going. Given he's not favourite. Yeah. Oh, that first up run slash rating is fairly irresistible, isn't it? Mm. He was he was dominant. He killed him. Yeah. And there's not really a case for the case for Colette turning the tables is Wet purely tra- it's ground, isn't it? Mm. There's there's no because um, he's going to be he, he thumped at a mile. F- he thumped her fair and square. First up, second, you know, she ran well, sure, but it's a it's a big margin to turn around. So she's pretty much banking on him coming a cropper on the ground, which he could. But that's at least you know what you what the bet is and what you're betting. Mm. So I can see that I can see backing him and just gritting your teeth and hoping he handles it. Yeah, hoping very elegant, still one run away. So she's peaked, well, not peaked, but she's um, improved obviously and won the two the mile second up. Last two, she won this and then she won the George Main, the spring equivalent. Her best rating over a mile was actually when she ran second to Tiakau Shark. She ran 120 that day. Yeah. Generally, she's around 119, which would require Think It Over to run 123, 124, which is what he did first up, if she's to produce what she has over the mile the last few yeah. preps. Yeah. So if, if, she runs, if she does her thing, he's, he's got to be he's there. He's bang there. So there's not much between them. No, really, that's actually. An, I mean, the wet hasn't really ruined that race in a sense. Top ranked thoughts. I think he's a good horse, as you know. As you know, as you know, as I know, as you know. Yeah, I think it's pretty funny the hoopla around this horse to get him into the All Star Mile, and they didn't hit in the votes. I found that pretty funny. Yeah, but but he should get in. He should. He will, won't he? Mm. Mm. If not. He'll yeah, he'll just get a wild card. Yeah, I mean he's a. What's a pass mark for him? So that, I mean, he's run on when he ran behind Palace Pier at Newbury that day. That was wet. Well, it was soft. It was testing. So I and I mean he ran pretty close to his to his better numbers that day. I know he's beaten a long way, but Palace Pier is a very very good horse. What price him here? <laughs> um. The problem is that I, I think he would have to run to his absolute best to beat the to beat Think It Over slash Very Elegant and to some extent Colette. I think he beat Colette, but um, and I don't get the impression like first up on a heavy ten. I don't think they'd be sort of banking on him being at his absolute top. Was this always the plan, or have they missed a run? Seems um, strange kicking him off. I don't know. That was my one. I mean, the niggle is he concedes a fitness edge. Yeah, so it makes it hard, right? Because it's hard to model him out as being... Well, he's not better than them. No, that's the problem. He's not better than them on form to date. And I think the the idea that uh, Annabelle can, you know, 
change Tazaki and therefore she'll just change this one. Well, she didn't, for starters, I don't think she changed Tazaki that much. She may, you know, he's been a little bit better. He's certainly been more reliable, but has he been more talented in Australia? I, maybe, well, I'll have to default to the very numbers I produce. Yeah, but only by a little bit. Um, so can she squeeze a bit more out of top ranked with that profile? Absolutely. But even then, it only makes him a maxed up. Like, it only makes him think it over. And here he's got to beat him first up with think it over having done that two weeks ago. So it's a hu- it's got to be a huge advantage to think it over. Like, you couldn't possibly mark him close to think it over in the betting, could you? No. So he's a, well, he's an interesting horse. Watch and see. But I, it'd be a surprise if he won it. I think. I think that's... Oh, yeah, definitely. For all the hype. Yeah, I mean, the market is centred around the three, For I guess, reason. big guns. Yeah, and you'd be similar to the futurity in a sense. The three big guns all have to flop, I think, for the others to win. And it's unlikely that all three will flop. Yeah, not many of them. Well, they don't have the ratings to... The mares down the bottom are not that good. Hungry Heart was okay first up, yeah, but she's, she's further. And she's nowhere, isn't she? Mm, she won't run. Yeah, no, I don't think she'll run. Well, she might run just to keep her prep on. Montefilia ran well first up behind Think It Over last prep, but he's, if we're saying he's even better or at least as good, I don't see why she would beat him. Maxima was disgusting first up. Couldn't possibly entertain or back him off that. Stockman was flying before a break, but this is way too hard. Angel of Truth, no. He can run well in these sort of races, Angel of Truth, but he's become a bit of a... He runs really well in these sort of races and then finds the race where he can really get involved and disappoints. That's sort of become his his go a bit. Mount Popper was disgusting in the spring. Colding doesn't go wet. Pretty easy game. I think at the price, I'll, I'll be backing Think It Over. And the surround. It'll be, this is another race. Very pointy. Big top two. Big top two, deserved top two. We backed Van Gogh to beat a first up. I'll be doing it again. There wasn't enough really for me. Espiona, she had no excuse. Van Gogh settled behind her, came off her back and beat her. The pace was honest, so it's a real. it was a real race, real result. Time's good. Form was good. You can take that very literally, can't you? So they're obviously tighter in the market. So I, I may, she's still... Espiona one fifteen off the Flemington win and Fangirl one thirteen now, but now all of a sudden Fangirl's got some bulk behind that one thirteen, so it becomes the um. And it must be said that Espiona's big peak there is all pretty much. I mean, there's some useful. Let's call them useful Saturday. Let's call them useful Saturday fillies behind her, a long way behind her. But that rating is essentially all clock, and times can be a bit noisy. So it's one fifteen, could be one eighteen, could be one ten. If it's one ten, Van Gogh's clear favourite, right? Mm. If we've all misinterpreted the the clock a little bit, we've all there's a yeah, as I said, there's a bit of fudge around there. Mm. Have we all fudged the wrong way? Did you get caught up in the hoopla? Mm. It's interesting though, because Van Gogh was touched twenties on the fair. God bless them. First up, and SB owners jumped odds on there, so it's sort of. Yeah, SP profilers would be keen enough to go SP owner. I mean, it's there's enough. There's enough serious money first up 
to suggest you do have to sort of take some notice of it. Of Espiona? Mm. Yeah. Oh, the market means something. It does mean something. So do you... T- well, I suppose the question is, fangirls, if we're talking about SPs and working around that, fangirls price, officially SPs 12 to 1, but bigger was bet. Are we using that as a... Are we taking that as, wow, she's she wasn't even wound up and now she's going to improve or are we taking it as if that was a bit fluky like as if her chance was less than that that's a do we is that a the big sp first up is it a positive for this or a negative for this i'll say i don't know the answer by the way (laughs) asking a question you don't know the answer that's the first i look at it in the sense both would have gone there with improvement obviously this is their first grand final i think the big drift for fangirl first up was related to speed map hmm because I don't think I didn't have it getting that far back. And yeah. So, so is this all a, like it's filtered through to the the marketplace? The information that's filtered through is that she's going to be conservatively ridden. I think we sort of roughly knew that she'd be conservative. She always has been. She's going to be conservatively ridden, and she's going to be much better when she gets. I mean, she'd won at a mile. So classic Waller. She's not peaking until maybe here, but probably the far lap. Was her race. The classic Waller filly wins the far lap job. And there she's... So she surprised them a bit first up. So she's better than... Fancied. And now she's going to improve again. But she'll give her a start again. Yeah, okay. I don't think it'll be as big. Interesting to see what J-Mac does do from 11. Middle draw. Plenty of options. He was keen to... um. Well, she's fast. She's she's not slow, that's for sure. But he was keen to to get involved first up, wasn't he? It was it wasn't passive. They were she was hurrying along a little bit. The beauty of her barrier draw is she gets in the running line. Yeah. So you know there'll be fourteen hundred. She gets a better chance to flow, but then again, maybe I mean if they're up to their knees, it it could just be all a bit different. I mean the official maps very have, interesting actually. This race, the officials have Fangirl last. Which, really. Mm, which the Bowman's too good. Bowman's on as well, isn't he? Oh, he's airborne. You can take this opportunity to wax lyrical about Hugh for a minute if you like. Oh, I love him. I oh, know, and that's why I'm giving you this. <laughs> giving you this air. Go ahead. Yeah, I think he profess oh, that love. If you if you haven't watched this around closely, go back and watch Hugh Bowman's ride on Fangirl. Unreal. Settles in the back half and then slices his way through to get Espiona's back coming into the into the straight, tight for room for a little bit, gets her out, gets her on the line. He would have absolutely loved that. Yeah. And he's probably going to... Very talk, Hugh. Very Hugh. It reminded me, those. he is the best at that stalking. It just reminds me, remember Terry down the straight? Yeah. No, he's a very good Flying stalk and Arnie. pouncer. Yeah. And the stalk got, and pounce used to be, not not in Bowman's world, but the sto- Dwayne Dunn used to be great at the stalk and pounce. It was what he was good at. It was his, certainly his niche, I reckon, that was what he was good at. Get you right on the line. You feel good when you back those ones too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is there what's third pick? I'd say it is. Is it? I'm Jamea again. So the, that form. I mean, it is just that form, isn't it? Yeah. There's nothing really of left field. Zuzarella and Karen McAvoy won the um, Colin Morikawa Award there, so she was optimally ridden, and now she draws out, loses the Morikawa winner. But the, uh, the betting knows, doesn't it? 20s and friendless. No chance. She can only go backwards. 
Heresy. There's lots of you know. This will produce winners of races, but they're they're so far from those big two, if you like. Even though the margins first up weren't that massive, is, beating them seems optimistic. It's never been kissed. Just being shunted here. Is it the wet track? So she'd have the best, the next best rating if you were to take her straight off the spring champion, right? I thought Hinged was actually oh, not a bad seventh first up. She's going okay. Um, so she beat Hinged and then second to Profondo. If you took that in, yeah, I mean she's third pick, just ahead of Jamea, right? But I think expectation is off that. I suppose if she's going to be better again this time around, she can kick off right back at her top and improve into a prep and be better. But for no reason other than it's just what I reckon. I don't reckon she's better than that. I reckon that'll see her out. Four moves ahead was she's gone. Is that she was awful first she was up? Awful first up, yeah. Wet is good for her, maybe. Mm. But again, it's um might be the theme of the weekend. Pointy markets with obvious favourites. It is at Caulfield. Caulfield's just loaded with obvious favourites that they're those sort of favourites where they're they're obvious and so you sort of want to be smarter than you want to act smart, but they're favourite. And if you don't mark them favourite, you're wrong. They just are. Sorry. I mean, yeah, and that looks a little bit the case. Well, not in the Chipping Norton. You could have an argument, but it's only between three, three, and maybe even two. And it's certainly between two in the surround. But you're saying the one that's not the favourite is the bet in both of them. Yeah, I think so. It's hard for you to make a strong case that Espiona is much better than Fangirl. We've seen him race once. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Espiona got all the plaudits from Flemington too, but Fangirl was awesome on Derby Day as well. So, she's, as I said, she's now she's added some real depth to that rating. And it's Won a few fillies to beat the boys as well, mm. which gave more merit to that carbine win. Yeah. No, she's very good. They're a good pair. They're both – I mean, they're both up to – Running better than what wins us around, so it's not bad, Chris Waller, isn't it? Last week, Nature Strip, Home Affairs, nothing between them. First up, nothing between Fango and Espiona. He'd just be happy for that go all the way through, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? All right, all that right. wraps up our preview of the Group Ones on Saturday.